This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Not even Judd Zolgad's old enough to remember that, though. <laughs> yeah, I was 73. I think I was four years old. So four years old, gonna, baby. Yeah, yeah. But the 70s, I've always contended, you know, we, we think that it's a time of uh, turmoil now. I've always contended the 70s, uh, especially what time, the late 60s, uh, give oh, this God. period a run for their money and bypass it. <laughs> yeah, they do. No, you're absolutely right about that. It's just... Uh... What can I tell you? I mean, the murders. I mean, now we're going through a deal where people in their neighborhoods are being murdered. Back in the late 60s, early 70s, every famous person in the world was being shot at. It was psychotic. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. I don't know what the hell. What are you going to do? So last night, I'm sitting around the house with Catherine. I check in on the Twins game. As I tune in, in the ninth inning, a Detroit Tiger hits a home run, and I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake. The second I tune in, we give up a home run. But we but won the game. Still won. They still but they still won the game. They Damn did. It. They still won the game. That was a – did you see the, the highlight of the prodigious shot by Walner for the Grand Slam? That ball was crushed. <laughs> that ball was Holy hit, baby. Cow. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. And he, is he that big as he looks? Yeah. God, he's a big yeah, he's guy. A, He's a big dude, and he hits the baseball. When he connects on the barrel of the bat, that baseball goes a long way. Yeah, it certainly does. But I just thought, yeah, well, look, the Twins are doing the same thing to me. They've done my entire life since I was nine years old. They're driving me nuts. They lose a lot. They win a lot. They lose a lot. They win a lot. It's like, would you make up your mind? You're going to be a winner or a loser? Let's go. <laughs> This team can't decide. That's that's no, your problem now. This team, this team has no interest in helping you uh, uh, gain closure to exactly w- what their what their goal is. Because yeah, you're right. And like last night, they're down uh, two nothing, and it's looking pretty dire. I don't right. think they got their first hit till like the fifth. I mean, again, the offense basically was non-existent for a long period of time, and then the Tigers changed their pitcher, and you know, Twins. Load the bases. Walner crushes the, the ball, and at that point in time, because the Tigers, as we've talked about before, aren't good. The Tigers basically throw in the towel and lose. But yeah, it's just—it's been a weird year. It has just been a weird year, and every time I want to bail and be, be like, "Okay, screw it. This team's not going to do a thing." They sort of they just rope you back in. Well, it's like '87. It it does kind of remind me '87. I mean, that was a team that won all its home games and lost all its road games. So there's uh-huh. that difference, I guess. But this team reminds me a lot of that team. They could just be brilliant, and other times they couldn't do anything right. It was weird. Yeah the the only thing with that team is I keep saying this. I liked that team a lot more. Yeah. No, I understand. You know, because they were up and coming, and that was, you know, Herbeck and Gaetti and Brunanski and Puckett were coming of age, and so you sort of understood the struggles. I find the inconsistency of this collection to be far more maddening. That that team, and I mean, uh, it was also a different period in time, and I was a teenager, but that team seemed like more fun to me. This team seems like a trip to the dentist often. So much money involved now. I mean, that, that is... That weighs heavily on a lot of things. Back then, those guys made a pretty de- decent living, but not like they do now. There is so much money involved now, it has changed all sports. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you look at the 
all sports. You're exactly right. I mean, you look at what they make now, you know, compared to, to back then. Back then, don't get me wrong, they made good coin. But, yeah, every every baseball player, essentially, except the young ones, is what? O- over probably a million bucks. Oh, definitely. And definitely. I mean, I still remember I still remember as a kid when Nolan Ryan, I want to say, when Houston signed him. And I believe Nolan Ryan became the first uh, baseball player to make a million dollars a year and we yeah. were all like oh my god a million dollars a year you know what do you do with all of that money and now it's a utility infielder you know makes more than that how much does Messi make again he's already scored nine goals by the way oh yeah every time I turn <laughs> on the TV it's, he's scored another one he's probably yeah. scored one right now during the show do you see the one that he scored yesterday uh-uh. he looked like he was about 500 feet from the damn goal and he tucked it into the I mean he literally was almost at midfield not he wasn't that far back but it was close yeah. he tucked one in behind the goalie knocking it right into the corner it was amazing and what's crazy is he's not even considered really like the best anymore because he's past his prime a little bit whatever that means to be messy and past your prime and he's still like the greatest player that i've ever seen on the soccer field is it true that he signed for a billion dollars that's what i had heard he signed for a billion dollars i don't know about that but the french guy what's his name mbappe yeah yeah with saudi arabia got almost a billion but maybe that's the guy i'm thinking Mm -hmm. he ended up turning it down though oh that must be the guy i'm thinking about he turned down a billion dollars yeah i think it was like 750 million (laughs) and some change or something like that wow who hasn't done that no (laughs) he said come back with a better offer It's it's so crazy that guys and I, most people hadn't even heard of him until the World Cup. I mean, right. mo- everywhere right. else besides the Uni- United States. Obviously, yeah. I know he's huge in the world. I went out and bought a pair of running shoes, and I had worn them for about a month. And then I turned on the World Cup, and then he wins the World Cup, and I was like, this messy guy. I wonder who this dude is. I walked over to the door. I put my shoes on. I looked down. I had a pair of messy <laughs> shoes that I didn't even know were his. I just yep. thought it was some brand name that I'd never heard of. I'm like, I just bought them at Marshall's. All right, $40, whatever. No, messy shoes. Been wearing them for a month. I had no idea. I changed my name. I'm not Tom Messy. No, it's- yeah, but if you were like international sports well, star, suppose, that yeah, yeah that has right. a little bit more flair to yeah, it. Yeah, you're probably right. F- Fifty-four million bucks. That's what he gets by on. That's what poor Messi. He only makes Aww. fifty-four million dollars. He started GoFundMe. He's right. How about if we give you a million a week? No, that's not enough. That's not enough. No. In this economy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Living in Miami? Have you seen the rent? Yeah. Oh, it, that is true, by the way. I was watching Hard Knocks last night, and they showcase uh, a defensive lineman from the Jets, and they said this year he signed for $96 million. And my first thought was, why so low? Yeah. Which is <laughs> which is such a crazy thing Jesus. to think about. Speaking of Tom, do you uh, have Max? Do you watch Hard Knocks at all? I do. Yeah, I have Max. Yep. So the new episode came out last night, and I watched the first half hour of it. And the New York Jets bring in this mentalist to like give Uh-oh. some camaraderie with the team. Most mind blowing thing I've ever seen. I rewound it and watched it again. This guy takes a deck of cards and he has Aaron Rodgers hold the deck of cards and he goes, "Think of a card," and Aaron thinks of it. And the guy, and he's holding the cards like this, in Aaron's hands, right? In Aaron's hands. You cannot see the cards. And the guy takes his hand, and he slides it in, and he grabs a card, and he pulls it out, and he goes, your card's the three of diamonds. And you, you see Rogers, like, nod his head, flips it around. He's holding the three of diamonds. He looks over at the guy next to him and says, think of a, an animal. And the guy goes, okay. And he goes, is it a goldfish? And he goes, 
Yeah, it's a goldfish. He goes, Aaron, open your hands. Rogers opens his hands. He's holding a goldfish. <laughs> like on the live one? Like it's, a, it's a just a dead fish. It's it's like a in a bar of soap. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And this guy, and the, everybody in the crowd is freaking out. They're like, how did he do? It is so worth watching the first 20 minutes oh of Hard God. Knocks last night. Yes, please. It, it'll blow your mind. You would have been accused of being a witch back in the day. Yeah, oh, they were I, still feel, I still feel strongly that we could call him that. Well, yes. Because there was another football team, I think it was the Ravens, a couple years ago that brought in a mentalist and it did yeah very similar stuff but he went so far as like i know what the background of your phone it like he did all types of stuff that just had everybody mind blown where he was like yeah i know the passcode to your phone for lamar jackson this that and the other oh thing. god yeah you see those cards right there yeah you see the one that was all folded up mm-hmm. she picked a card and the he was sitting where you were the, the magician was sitting yep. where you were she picks a card he reaches into his shoe and takes the card out, and it's her card. Yeah. yeah. How the hell did with you With my do? signature on it. And her signature's on it. And I'm pretty sure I... It's like, what? I bit that that one with his on there. Before I did like, or hold, after? Uh, no, that wasn't the shoe <laughs> oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. The one over here, which honestly, now I'm starting to remember, maybe it was the yeah. shoe one. But yeah, I mean, you can see the bite marks. I had to bite the card the whole time, and it was his with the signature on it. It was crazy. Unbelievable. It was yeah. crazy. Like, I would never want to put the work in that is required to be that good at magic, but like, I yeah. would love to just know how the sausage is made. Like, how yeah. did you get that? I don't Isn't that amazing? I mean, how, how do you know the guy who's going to say goldfish? Yeah. How right. the hell would you even yeah, know that's that? That's crazy. And there's a, uh, and like, even last night, he goes, he brings one of the players in front of everybody, and he says, think of a number that you could have on the back of your jersey. Don't use your college number. Don't use your right. pro number don't use your high school number any other number do you have it the guy goes yeah and he goes turn around and he turns around and the guy takes a piece of like white paper like a big piece of construction paper Mm -hmm. and he writes the number 10 and he holds it on the guy's back so everybody in the crowd can see it and he goes what's the number and the guy goes 10 how the hell there was no other conversation that was made why would that guy choose 10 and how does that guy know it was 10 yeah see I just ruined it because I was thinking 17 I was thinking 12 (laughs) (laughs) so when he said 10 I was like that's pretty close yeah Yeah, that was pretty close I was just listening to the story (laughs) I was just listening like a normal person (laughs) must be nice I love magic I know some people don't like it at all Uh, maybe they get confused or what the (laughs) I love magic I love watching that stuff 100%. 100%. It's you you can make cool. an elephant appear from exactly. behind this washcloth. <laughs> yeah, like, let's go. Let's go. Behind a washcloth. Yeah. <laughs> an elephant, let me reveal, behind the washcloth. Yeah, and then you just start wondering, does he have other soaps in his hand, like, ready to go? Is there a soap with, like, a tiger in it? Is there a soap with, right. like, yeah. like, a whale in it? Like, what else? Is, like, what? Check his pockets. I love that stuff. I do. I just love magic. Uh, what's the man's name too? He's a really nice guy. I used to, I used to, matter of fact, run into him once in a while. He's a friend of the, the magician, what Chris was Angel. Was it Chris Angel? Nah. Oh, this guy. No, no, that, oh, this no, that, guy. no, this guy. I'm talking about. Christoph. What was yeah, it? Christoph the magician. Yeah. Christoph the yeah. magician. Yes. There you go. Great he was guy. So lovely. Not as lovely as his wife. I agreed. <laughs> she goes she was going to say that was his best magic trick of all time. Making, yeah. her Making her appear. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Overachieving. Yeah. She's, Overachieving. She's, now, I mean, after they've been married, now she'll be his assistant. Like she's just gorgeous woman. Like they're they're living a very like a crazy life. I feel like that's yeah. very on brand for yeah, a magician. magician. Like they always have. Yeah, the but like I have to make it clear. Assistant. She wasn't his assistant, and they got married. 
they got married and then she's like randomly helps him out but he has yeah. other yep. assistants oh, okay. yeah. so like well, it's kind of a different story well she stumbled into his room of secrets and he's like listen you either assist or I kill you yeah, there you go you yeah. your pick also think of a number <laughs> <laughs> actually one of the funniest things I ever saw Jerry Seinfeld do he was at uh, God it was a House of Blues down I think it was in Fort Lauderdale and he's He's on stage and he's railing on magicians. Why do you people like magicians? It's horrible. Why do you you go to see magicians? Why would you go to here? Here's my deal. Here's a magician. Okay, here we go. Okay, uh, name something uh, that I might have in my hand. A bottle cap. Ooh, look at that. A bottle cap. <laughs> Who gives an f? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, well, that's real nice, Jerry. You're not into magic. See, I am. I love magic. Oh, yeah, same here. Like, And especially because, like, when you're on stage, if you're there doing a trick, like, everybody in the audience is in their head, I think I know how he's doing that. Let me see if I can yeah. pull the hole. And, and, like, you're still able to deceive everybody and, you know, I guess pull the wool over by his eyes is amazing. Mm-hmm. Catherine and I were out to dinner one night, one of the last shows we did in Vegas years and years ago. And this young man walks over, and he's – talking about he he does magic and as he's talking he's got his hands like this he goes yeah i do a lot of magic and it's you know if you want to come and see me some while he's doing that a cigarette floats across from his right hand to his Ugh. left hand and i'm like what so the bad. hell i swear yeah. and like, like we go back whoa. to it like a part of me goes are they gonna float like i'm ready to chest it yeah. I go, that's yeah. witchcraft I was at a bar one night, and a guy made a dollar bill float. And I was like, that's amazing. You must get and, laid all the time. <laughs> yeah, there you and, go. And then, like, an hour later, he's sitting at the bar, and I'm looking at him, and he's talking to these three girls. And just in the middle of conversation, I see him, like, reach up towards his belt loop, and he pulls this little tiny string out, and it's Uh-oh. got a piece of sticky on it, and he attaches it to the bar. And Whoa. then three minutes later, he's like, hey, you ladies want to see me? Uh, fl-? I was like, you son of a bitch. So that's you, how you set this up. So were you more mad that you had already gone home with him? Oh, or no. that, like, oh. Uh, oh. It's like, I spent all that time in the alley with you, and now you're just giving <laughs> it out to all these girls. Hand it over. Yep. God. Up close magic. And you saw how it's done. In a bar is not the vibe. Yeah, no, is not a- the move. No, going to Applebee's and having somebody like, is this your card? Is <laughs> this your card? Yeah. Yeah. No. Are there still Applebee's? Oh, yeah. Oh, They're yeah. still hanging around. Gotta eat fresh in the neighborhood. God, eat fresh in the neighborhood? Was that their slogan? Yeah, yeah. actually is. Oh, the... Pretty cool. Oh, is eating good? Eating good, yeah. Oh. Eating yeah, good in the neighborhood, sure that's fr- right. I'm not sure it's fresh or not, but that's it's eating good. a good point. Yeah. Maybe I was hopeful. Yeah, define good. Right. Nobody cares yeah. if their dollar margarita is fresh or not. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Come right back. Judd's with us. Tevin's with us. Be right back. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. And by the way, I don't make that up. I, if I don't know people, I'm not going to tell you I know them. I've known Steve forever. Great guy. They're but lovely. his wife is even nicer. I love them. They're so amazing. Great I people. love Tatiana. Tatiana's, oh yeah, she and Catherine. It's, when those two get going, it's like, oh, Christ. Also, it's really good because it keeps him motivated for working because she spends money like I do. It oh, is very fun. A so shot. get some, Tatiana. Well... Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it and at the fair price, keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. 
Give Saber Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my whole family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to saberheating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. This is the Tom Bernard Morning show podcast i'd have to roll my eyes once at Brittany. this it's been six months i think this is the first day that Brittany hasn't pissed me off so you finally got there i don't know like i like the consistency that we had the day prior i'm a little thrown off what am i doing differently today i know it's terrible you're dropping the ball there's no doubt oh i gotta ask you a question so for this boat thing tonight yeah. What's the dress? Do you dress like you're oh, on a boat? You can go super super casual. Like, can I go like that? You can absolutely go like, like that. This? Yeah, yeah, I would. That's boatwear. But I think it's a little boatwear. chilly, so I say put on some lightweight pants. 
Well, yeah, I'll probably do that. Also, yeah. how many boats do you guys just casually go on? This is like the it's just fifth one that we continue. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't get to. I haven't made it so far. This is the first one oh, I'm going to okay. make. Jeff, like, have you been on the Mimi? Oh yeah. It's oh, absolutely fantastic. What was your last name? Thank you very much. Great to be. <laughs> yeah. God, really. Anyway, moving forward. <laughs> Oh, God, really? <laughs> that, caused, that caused a beautiful amount of quick confusion, right? Sure Honestly, God, you guys froze up I like there's like, no tomorrow. Like, oh, yeah. Well, there's a certain last name we were all thinking, but I don't think I, say, I was like, And then I stopped myself because I was like, nope, that doesn't apply no, here. No, it's no, actual no. person, so mm-hmm. um, not the one. But, uh, Judd, you think it sounds like it's old hat for you. I've been on like three or four times. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah it's cool. I mean, it's fantastic. No, it's absolutely fantastic. Okay. And the food that they serve. Oh, yeah. well, that's notch. good, too. Yeah, you're oh, going to have a blast. Not just good. It's great. Yes. Yes. You you will enjoy your experience. There's no question about it. That's what I understand. They they tell mm-hmm. me it's the first time I've ever been allowed anywhere near them. So that's good. Don't you think? Well, yeah. And I mean, if you just, you know, c- uh, come on and say hi, I, I bet I bet they'll invite you back pretty quickly, actually, Tom. I, I think you'll be back quickly. Um, well, now they're saying it's not going to, they say it's going to be windy, but it's not going to thunderstorm tonight. Oh, good. I hope they're right about that. Yeah, yeah. We had a little rain on the last time we were on it. Oh, so, did you? Yeah, they got canopies and there's a downstairs. Yeah, you'll be oh, fine. All yeah, right, th- good. This is like a house, Tom. Yeah. This this is not like uh this is not like a, uh, a, you know, a nice small boat where if it gets, uh, if it starts to storm in fact i think the first or second time that i was on the, on it we had a thunderstorm and a driving rain and you barely knew it mm-hmm. really yeah oh yeah well that's pretty yeah. cool yeah, you're not gonna to you're you're gonna be fine if if it storms and gets uh gets a, a little bit hectic out, out there you, you're not gonna end up on a deserted island you know i really love and, oh I, th- I thought you were done sorry what and what oh no 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 i'm just saying it's a great boat that's what I hear. You know what Alex wanted to do, of course, because Dan can't come tonight. So now Alex calls me and goes, is it okay if I bring the kids? And I said, no. <laughs> I don't think the Hubbards would appreciate you bringing a seven- and a five-year-old on. They, they don't want to be there either. The kids don't want to be on a boat. Like, yeah, probably. Well, I don't know. Those Just the bop-bops around, they'd probably want to go then, you know. You just have Sage like sit on top of Fawn's shoulders, and you put a trench coat over <laughs> him. Yeah. The old yeah. trench coat. I figured eh? that deal out. I figured they figured, yeah, it's going to be, well, good. I'm glad to see that they, at least they're saying now, and it might pop back in, but now it's not supposed to storm, so that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Okay, so we got to the, the, the Twins had the win last night. It's not going to thunderstorm. So things are getting better by the minute. But, yeah, and, I mean, my God, if if the Twins win again today, what are we going to do? Day game. What, 12, yeah. 12.40 start, right? And, yep, noon start against Detroit, and then I've, uh, I think they're off again tomorrow. I think they have two days off this week, and then they play really? uh, Pittsburgh for three. And then they have Pittsburgh for three on Friday, which, again, is – that that's the thing is, it, you know, their schedule for the rest of the season is not very hard. No, it's not. You're absolutely right, and that's why, again, this reminds me a lot of 1987. It really does. Yeah. I don't think there's any way, and, and Cleveland did beat Cincinnati last night, and it's a four-and-a-half game lead, but I, Cleveland's got a relatively tough schedule, and I don't think that there's any way the Twins, knock on wood, can blow this. Like, they would have to. It would have yeah. to be a colossal meltdown <laughs> against a lot of bad teams. And they have the ability, don't get me wrong, 
but Cleveland's sort of given up. And so, yeah, I don't think that there is, I don't think there's a path that the Twins are not going to at least win the division. As far as the 18 game losing streak, I make no promises in the playoffs, yeah, but I think yeah. that they win the division. What are we about 38, 39 games out? There's not that, that many uh, games. There's not that many games left. Yeah, there's what uh, season ends early October, right? Yeah, so maybe about 40 games. I'm yeah. thinking somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, that's probably about right. Oh God, they got to hang in there. I love watching the. Tw- Although, what did you tell me? 20 years since they've won a playoff game. Almost 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 18 consecutive games. Tevin, Tevin probably does not remember. The last time the Twins won a playoff game. Oh, God. It's Tevin's uh, no. fault. No, no not Your at all. Fault. Like, it, it, that's such a just outrageous stat. Because I always thought that it was like 18, because it's 18 games or 18 series that they haven't won a. 18 games. 18 games, which yeah. is like They're you can't accidentally just win no. one game. <laughs> exactly. Hit by a like, pitch and oh score. Oh, gosh. Like, Tevin, were you even alive when they were in the World Series? Yeah, uh, what exactly. was that, 92? 91. So, or 91. 91, yeah. So, no, I wasn't even you born at that point. Nope. Yeah. It sounds like a great time. How old are you now? <laughs> I'm 31. Sounds 31. Because like I told somebody last night you were 42. Uh, just whatever. for the hell of it. It's, yeah. It all <laughs> I feel 42 sometimes. Yeah, there you go. However, when he's 68, he'll still look the same. Yeah, yes, he will. Black, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, black people, we. Black people don't crack. Black don't crack. Black does not crack. It's true. It's 100% <laughs> true. Black don't crack. Yeah. Honest to God, I had some friends. You go over to the house and it's like, why does your dad look younger than you? Yeah. Honest to God. It's like, whoa. Very, very good uh, handling that sun. Is that what it's all about? I've, I don't know. I really don't do anything different. I just kind of walk around, and my girlfriend tells me to do a night routine on my face, and we do that and call it a day. I don't know. I don't have a, any secrets. That's, that's Ooh, the white no part reason. of Kevin right, uh, Tevin right yep. there. Oh, yeah. Is it, let, yep. Listening to his girlfriend. Yep. Oh, that's. <laughs> I've, there's one thing that I've learned in my life is that if any – and really any girl tells you, like, oh, you look good in that shirt, go out and buy, like, six more of those shirts. Uh. <laughs> Some, somebody once told my husband he looks good in blue. That's the only color shirt he will buy oh, now. Oh, there you there go. Was, yeah, there was, like, a couple years ago somebody told – I was wearing a red shirt, and they're like, oh, like, red looks great. You have no idea who the person was. And I immediately went to the store and bought, like, six shades of red yeah. for his shirt. So I was like, That's so funny. I don't know if I have a color or not. I have no idea. Blue looks good on you because it always blue. makes your blue eyes pop. My blue eyes. That it, there you go. There you have it. So in any case, we, uh, you know, we're coming. God, we, I cannot believe it. was it, the 16th today? So we got 16 days until it's the 1st of September already. What the hell happened to this summer? Well, the state fair is basically here, Tom. Yeah, state fair. We're, we're going out there, what, on the 26th? 26th. Is that a Wednesday? No, it's, it's a, a Saturday. Saturday. Can I go out there too? Yeah, that, you should come. You want to come? Yeah, you should yeah, come. Me, absolutely. Let me see Don Shelby's sure. coming. Yeah, you can meet me at the. Um, I'll get you. What do you mean come. meet me? Listen to you. you no, can I was going to. No, I was saying you can meet me to get on the Hubbard shuttle, so I can tell him how to. No, do that. no, no. He's not coming. Oh, on the twenty sixth. Absolutely. I don't have any like wedding or anything. I'm there. Oh, it's awesome. We're partying. Good. Yeah, that'll uh, be great. I, I won't be there, so please take my ticket, Tevin. I would love it. I've actually already given Rudy's ticket away. Just kidding. You probably did. I'll buy my own ticket. Going to State Fair? Uh, I'm not. Long story short, but no, um, we were told that we weren't going to be there, so I had booked something and made hotel reservations and friends, and then they're like, "By the way, we're going to be at the State Fair," and I was like, "Well, now I got you know some money tied up, and I can't get out of it because people are coming to meet us." And so that's luckily Don Shelby was like, "No, I'll take your place," and he's going to come in, and I'm. 
Here's the thing. I was uh, out uh, doing some voiceovers at Audio Ruckus this past week, and when I told Karen, who's the engineer there, I said, by the way, Don, because she was talking about going to the fair, and I said, if you're going to go, go Saturday, because Tom and Don Shelby are broadcasting together. She melted. She's great. She was like, are you kidding me? I said, can I don't think people realize the magnitude of having Don Shelby and Tom Bernard on a stage at the State Fair at the same time. That is like, to me, if if I'm telling you, I know watching those two together, and not only in this room is it an honor, but the fact that you're going to be in the most Minnesota quintessential place ever. That is so huge. I, I'm telling you, I feel like that's going to be one of the biggest, most attended free attractions you could go to during the state fair. It's going to be awesome. Plus, me and Tevin will be sitting on the side of the stage. I don't want to ruin this very (laughs) sweet (laughs) You and I won't even get chairs. We're going to sit on the side and dangle our legs and look up at Don and Tom. Yeah, you guys are not allowed on the stage. I've already made that very clear to security. You know what I'm going to do, Judd? I'm going to do this, and I swear to God. The four of us will be sitting up there, and one of these two is going to say something to me and go, what do you want? And then just look away. But, yeah. They don't even plug our microphones no. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you we go. We have like little kid fake ones. We're like, hi, yeah. welcome yeah. to the State we're, Fair. We're like the little kid table at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shelby's great. I love Don Shelby. Always have. He's uh, he man. He tutored me all the way through the first days of the KQ Morning Show. He was really really great about that because you know Channel Four at that time was just killing everybody. I don't know who wins now. I have no idea or whatever, but they were killing everybody. He was on there, and I would sit up on the roof of Channel 4 over there and smoke a cigar with Don, and he'd say, well, Tom, you should do this, this. Everything he told me was the right thing, too. Everything he told me actually did work. That's awesome. He's just a wonderful guy. God, I hope he's not listening. i got to put up with his crap if he's listening. Tom, you still think I'm wonderful? Is that the plan? You want an autograph? <laughs> you want you like an autograph, Tommy? I can get you one. <laughs> No, that, that's going to be that should be a hell of a deal, no question about it. Uh, so in any case, I know we only got a few more minutes with Judd, so we got to find out what 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 do you got coming, Pally? Well, we got, um, and I, I know that this is going to excite you a lot. We got uh, joint practices the next two weeks. The Vikings have the Titans in today and Thursday, and then they play a preseason game on Saturday. Saturday, and yep. then the Arizona Cardinals next week for two days, and then they play the preseason finale on I, on the twenty um, sixth, I believe. So, yeah, that's and and this is the new thing now. So this is where you get your your actual work in these joint practices, mm-hmm. which are controlled. They're controlled, but it is two opposing teams. It, it used to be the starters would play because up until uh, I think two or three years ago, there were four preseason games, mm-hmm. if you recall. Right. And the starters, the starters would play a little bit in game one, not much, like a series. They'd play maybe a little bit more in game two. They'd play the entire first half in game three, and then they'd sit in game four. Well, one is I they couldn't. You can't control a, a preseason game, and two is it makes no sense to get guys hurt there. So now with three preseason games, what they basically do is they give the young kids a chance to make the team. But then in these um, joint practices, the veterans get their work in. So it actually it actually makes more sense now. But, yeah, we are we are rolling closer and closer to, to September 10th when the Vikings will open against the Buccaneers at uh, – U.S. Bank Stadium, and I, I think it's safe to call that a win since I think Tampa Bay is probably going to try and win about two games all season long. Really? They're going to be terrible. A, really? 
Well, who's is mm-hmm. it? Uh, who's our quarterback? Baker Mayfield. Baker Baker Mayfield. Or Kyle Trask potentially. Or yeah. Well, and if Kyle Trask plays, that's a clear indication that they don't want to win two games and that they're going to go for one or zero. Because this uh, the the kid that's going to be the big prospect uh, quarterback wise is this Caleb Williams from USC. Yep. And so the new thing now is purposely suck as much as possible to try and get a kid like that <laughs> so like i i love how i love how fans say teams don't tank teams don't well yeah okay players don't tank but if i deplete your talent like if i am the G- the gm and i trade off my talent and i start the worst qb possible guess what you're going to tank you're not going to want to lose you're just going to lose so I always find it hilarious that fans say, oh, you know, teams don't tank. No, actually, teams do tank. The players don't purposely do it. That makes sense to me. That's all I have to say to you. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to go so early? You've been here for two minutes. I'll stay till 40. I'll stay till 40. Oh, you can stay till 40. That'll be good. I'll stay three more minutes. I'll stay three more minutes. That's no problem at all. I'm glad to hear that because Dougie Sprinthal's on right after you. And Doug can actually come on, too, if he wants to. But he's not. he's not a... Minnesota sports fans, so the hell with them. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, and speaking of football, Judd, did you see the Johnny Manziel oh, documentary? Yes. Oh, God. I never I realized oh. how much of a train wreck he was in college because they kept it under wraps <laughs> yeah. pretty well. And then to see, like, oh, he's not going to, like, he's not watching film. He's not even barely going to practice. He's out here drinking all the time, hung over on game day, which I thought was a pretty impressive feat for him to be yeah. sweating alcohol and then go out and just dominate on the field. Yep. But, yeah, he, I didn't realize he, how much of a mess he was. Very how sad. long does he live? Like, like now he's – so he, he said he's been diagnosed as bipolar – um, but one of the last – so he's doing nothing now. And one of the last clips they showed is he's drinking beer still. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, like, he's, like, he's not addressing the problems. Like I, I really – and it's morbid to say, but I watched that and I'm like, this this kid's not going to live till 50. No. no. I, I don't know about you guys, but as a football fan, I was angry at him for doing that to me. Yeah. Because I was like, I would have loved to have watched a very focused Johnny Manziel. If that guy could go out and, like Tevin was saying, booze it up and then still put on performances like that, one after another, imagine how good he would have been if he would have actually been focused and could just stay off the sauce. Yeah. Ah. Well, you talking about me or Johnny Manziel now? Which yeah. Manziel, you can't oh, throw a football like that. I've seen you throw; it's close, but you've not never quite Johnny seen Manziel. Me throw anything? Yeah. A fit? You've seen me throw a fit? Yeah, a tantrum. Yeah. And, uh, a and tantrum. The whole, and the whole time too, because the Vikings were kind of considering drafting him because we needed a quarterback in that draft. Right. And the whole time watching the documentary, I was like, "Thank God we did oh, not draft." What a mess, well, Johnny Manziel. We've been we've never had a quarterback that drank a lot. <laughs> Tommy Kramer, huh? Oh, that's not what I'm saying. Tommy's no, a friend. No, no one's saying anything about the 494 strip, about um, about the rusty scupper. No oh, one's saying scupper. anything about those things. Okay, Rudy? Nothing. You're right. Yeah. That is, oh, my God, the scupper back in the day. The rusty scupper was. Legendary. It was legendary, absolutely. And then what was Max McGee's joint? What was that? Was that Max? Chi Chi's or Ma- Maximilian's, right? Maximilian's. Before. There you go. That's exactly yeah. right. God, those yeah. places I've, were fun. I've heard stories. One of my great regrets of being too young is to have missed the actual impact of the strip. Oh, God. No I'm question sure was, about it. 
I'm sure that was a lot of fun in a very different time where I am guessing the cops were not lining up and down uh, for 94 no. back in those days to pull people over. You so. know how great that was to have all those really good restaurants and bars. You had the baseball stadium. You had the football stadium, which yep. was the baseball stadium. You had the Met Center. Everything was just right there. It was wonderful. The Lincoln Dell right down the street, yeah, right? Right by, down the street. By the scupper. By the scupper. Oh, God. That that was my one of my favorite Lincoln Dells anyway. That one over there where Walzer Automotive is now. Yes. And that Why must have been that? My- Actually, that one... Car store. That one place. <laughs> My God, too. I, I can't think of a, a better combination to get drunk and absorb food than the scupper followed by a trip to Lincoln Dell. Oh, it works for me. That's all I'm saying. My brother Troy was a bartender at, Link, at that Lincoln Dell, as a matter of fact. Really? Yep. Troy was a bartender there. God, he knew everybody, too, because they'd go up and down the strip a lot. Yes, was exactly. A work. I miss Floyd. His name was Troy, actually, but my grandfather, because I, my, my, the boys in my family, Terry, Tom, Todd, and Tony. And then my, my youngest brother was born, and my mother named him Troy. So all the boys start with a T. Terry, Tom, Todd, Tony, and Troy. Yeah. My grandfather, who used to drink quite a bit and was a psychopath anyway, calls and goes, so he had this deal. He had the lateral less deal going. Yep. So Toots. Toots was my mother's nickname because nobody could say Theophila. Which means the love of God, by the way. Enough pressure having your mother named the love of God. Thanks, right. Mom. No pressure on me there. But he calls my mother. He goes, so I heard you had another boy. What's the deal? She goes, yeah, we had another boy. What'd you name him? She said, Troy. And he goes, Floyd? What the hell did you name him Floyd for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was there. <sighs> Papa Dean or whatever the hell your name was this week. All right, pal, you stay, you, you stay till 42, actually. Oh, wow, look at that. Look at that. I will talk to you tomorrow, and I'm assuming now following another Twins win. That's what I'm assuming. I'm right That's shoulder to shoulder with you, now. baby. All, All right. Thanks, See you later. Yeah, Ladies bye. and gentlemen, Dougie ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, a welcome on the line, Doug Sprinthal live, and the new GM from flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang. Online, flagshipford.com. That is flagshipford.com. Dougie Sprinthal, how are you? I'm, I'm a little tired, actually. I just got back from Las Vegas last night. We were out there. We left Sunday for a three-day-long Ford meeting. And, you know, Vegas just, it, it does take a toll, even if you don't try. It's just it's just the craziest place <laughs> in the world. It is. And we got, we got home at midnight. So, anyway, it was a, it was a good trip, and it was... It was kind of cool. Uh, most of the meetings, honestly, were quite boring, but the last 45 minutes was Bill Ford. Uh, I think he's the grandson of Henry, maybe great-grandson of Henry, and Jim Farley, who's the CEO, and they sure. talked about the future of the company, and it, it was pretty cool. The thing that all the Ford dealers are worried about and the factory is there's upcoming uh, UAW negotiations that are going on right now, mm-hmm. and the new head of uh, the UAW is kind of playing hardball. Um but Bill Ford had been on the negotiating team starting in the 70s. He goes, we have not had the UAW strike Ford in over 45 years, and we're not going to start now. And then they pointed out that they have by far the most uh, American workers of any auto uh, production company in the U.S. and build more cars here. It was, it was really quite patriotic, but, and, but they don't really brag about it much. And I'm like, you should tell that story. People would like that, but they don't listen to me. And from 
you know, work in Wisconsin for crying out loud. What are you talking about? They listen to you nonstop. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, Doug, um, Jim Farley here. Uh, help us sort through this problem. <laughs> Never. Hey, that's not true. By the way, I've gotten several calls from people in that area over there. Some of them work with you. And others uh, just happen to be in there. But apparently you've you got people coming in saying, hey, I, I heard you talking, uh, Dougie talking on the Tom Bernard uh, podcast. It's working. We yeah, had uh, nice. A, a nice couple drive over from Isani on Saturday. Just got an email before I got in the truck this morning from a woman whose son graduated cop school down at Mankato State and is looking for his first ride. So it is uh, people are responding and it's really it's 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 an honor when when people reach out to you because I'm a car salesman for crying out loud but I do try my best to take care of people and I think people uh, understand that so it's good and thank you for your massive part of that no I don't know what you're talking about you're just, you're <laughs> a thrill to work with that's all I'm saying I was going to call you later cuz I think we need to freshen up the uh, pre-recorded spot would it be okay if I came in in between the morning show on the podcast on Friday? Yeah, absolutely not a problem at okay. all. That'll be perfect. We'll get her done. We'll freshen it up, as you say. And by the way, um, you know Katie and Dana, right, Harms? Oh, sure. Uh, she has been the, threatening to buy cars from me for about two years, and I can never quite get it done. <laughs> she's got a – well, she bought the exact same car that I did. Oh, she did? I guess so. I guess that's what she was telling me last night. But uh, I'm telling you, Doug, and I'm not just saying this because it's flagship forward and because Doug and I have been friends for a billion years, and he knows I wouldn't just make it up. I do love my car, man. That Ford Mustang EV is phenomenal. Yeah, I've been driving used ones for demos because I commute 100 miles a day from Rose Mountain. It's, uh, mm-hmm. They're fabulous cars, and not to be too pitchy, but they just at the uh, dealer show announced 1.9 percent financing Ooh. for five years on Machis. if people are interested in buying them and they've got some pretty good lease deals on them so if you're interested you can always reach out to me directly at doug at flagship the one thing i would warn people if you get an ev mustang 100 percent electric vehicle um when it feels like you're doing 35 you're doing about 80 oh god <laughs> yeah they are blindingly fast oh my god is that car my- fast Mike Bryant uh, was out Saturdays uh, looking at buying a used Ford Edge uh, from me. You got it. Oh, man, his Camry. It looked like it was in a war zone. They get caught in a hailstorm on Friday. I'm like, Mike, oh. um, you might want to call the insurance company before you before you complete this. But uh, he says, yeah, I rode in Tommy's car, and I, I'd be in jail if I owned that thing. Oh, I'm telling you. I looked down and said, ooh, I better back off the accelerator just a little bit here. It does not feel like you're going that fast. It's weird. You know, I've, I've wondered, and I asked a Ford guy about this at the meeting, and he says, you know, that's not a bad idea. I mean, you and I can generally be safe driving a car that that's fast, but would you give those a key to that car to a 16-year-old kid? No way. I don't think so. No I think way. they've got to figure out a way to govern the acceleration because it's you can get in trouble in a hurry if you don't know what you're doing, so... Well, the first ones, from what I heard, that rolled off the line could go 200 miles an hour. Yeah, I I read that somewhere too. And I, I I don't. I don't, it, it probably could have gone that fast. It couldn't have gone that fast for very long. I mean, it just, right. that eats up a ton of power. Right. Uh, you know, even on a normal uh, supercar, they'll burn like you know 10 gallons a minute when they're going that fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's moving, baby. There's yep. no doubt about it. All right, so I'm going to see you in here on Friday. Yeah. 
So you're going to be? Are you going to stay long enough to be on the show on Friday? Well, I could if you want. Um, I'm taking the day off and making a big dinner. To my kids are going off to college next Monday. One to Mankato and the other one to Korea. So I figured I better spend some time with them. But they don't get up till after lunch, so I can I can do the show with you, Glyke. Yeah, if you want to come in between shows, we'll cut the commercial. You stick around for the. Car Selling Secrets Friday edition with Josh Arnold. It'll be perfect. Do I get a That'd be cool. Do I get a say in any of this? Do I have to? Sure. Oh. You're out of the mix. Okay, cool. That's all I'm saying. Just out kidding, dog. I'd love to see you. All right, Dougie, we will see you on Friday, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Excellent. See you guys. Have a good day. Thanks, Dougie. Doug Sprinthal, ladies and gentlemen. Longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal, flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Online, it's flagshipford.com. We got to take a break. Be right back and wrap things up right after this. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to MN. Fatloss.com. Tom here for MNFatLoss.com. As you may know, I started the program earlier this year for 60 days, then spent several weeks in the maintenance phase, and now I'm back on the program. I've lost 30 pounds, and I feel great. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, DC. Results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Got back just in time, baby. You Professional. Did that. I had to say hello to Andy. Andy just got here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to say hello to my son. No question about it. Um, so, yeah, it looks like the weather might be okay for the Mimi. I'm happy about that because I really didn't want to sit inside about while it poured rain. Make sure you wear <clears> shoes <throat> that are non scuffing. I don't think you own, yeah, those are perfect. Yeah, baby. You just want, yeah, Why? they were. That was on the invitation. Oh, oh. yeah, they don't want you marring up the boat. Yeah, Tevin, haven't you been invited to enough yachts? <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's like are you doing a lot of dancing, you know, tap dancing when you <laughs> scuff up the floor. Like so we had like a panic because I go, Justin, like when we were driving, we we're about halfway there, going from Eden Prairie to Stillwater, and I said, you 
I told you not to wear, you know, shoes and scuff. He goes, I don't know if my shoes scuff. I don't know. And I go, well, then you will be wearing no shoes on that boat, <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir, take your shoes off right now. And then I was like, oh, fine. <clears throat> if, if you have to take your shoes off, I'll take them off too. So at least we both look in solidarity. You look like hillbillies together. That'll be great. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. He was so panicked. I was like, and I was making it way worse. I was like, come on, Justin. Why can't you behave? Why can't I be nice to everybody? Why can't you be nice to everybody? I don't know. What's the problem? Uh, I want to run these by you because we got everybody in studio here now. And I've been looking at this headline all morning. The top historical events we'd visit if we could time travel. Ah. Is there anything that you would like to visit if you could go back in time and be there for it? Like, and don't say the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, my God. I, would, I thought you were going to say MLK just because I'm here. Yeah. I thought he was, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Lincoln got killed because of you. Well, so. And what number am I thinking, Devin? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> yeah. you know, got it all. No, it's still 12. <laughs> I would like to go back in time when uh, Hall and Oates met for the first time and intercept that meeting so I never have to put up with their awful garbage music for the rest Rich of my girls? life. Very oh, negative. It's awful. Rich it's so bad. pretty good. <sighs> And you're going too far, because you know it doesn't matter. Any- Rich Girl's a good song. Uh, I was thinking of Well, it was until Gwen you said Until yeah. I ruined it. Gwen Stefani? Yeah, you know, Gwen Gwen Stefani. If it was a Rich Girl, no, 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 that song, that's what I thought. I've never heard that. I just want to make you feel as vulnerable as I felt. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So can you think of an historical event you'd like to visit if you could time travel? A historical event? I don't know. I was I trying to think. think so. Like, I don't know, maybe like... It's probably something entertainment. It's like I think it'd be a blast yeah. to be at Woodstock and just yeah, watch that about. unfold. I, I love sure. the fact that there was a half million people at Woodstock and about five million people claimed they were there. Right. I just love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was there. No, you weren't. Yeah, lion sack. I mean, maybe I'd go to the whole uh, Jesus dinner and be like, "He's gonna betray you." He's gonna stab the old you. Jesus dinner. Yeah. Yes, the old Jesus <laughs> the dinner. Last not the Last supper, Jesus. some would call it. Right. Not me. <laughs> yeah, the Jesus dinner, not the Last Supper. Yeah. That's no. exactly right. No question about it. I probably, if it were me, I would travel back to the celebration of the end of World War II. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Because America yes. saved this planet, and we still don't get any credit for doing that. Getting kissed by random soldiers, just like walking yeah. around in a nurse outfit, ready yeah. to get kissed. <laughs> I still love the fact all these other places, especially in the Eastern Hemisphere, yeah, America, they do everything wrong. They pulled your ass out of the ringer now, didn't they? I know. We should just write, you're welcome. Right, send send it to the thank you cards. Mm-hmm. Or, no, you're welcome. Oh, well, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Whoop yeah. Hitler's ass, that's all I'm saying. That'd be fun to have a united enemy, too. I mean, I know that's like a terrible time, but like they can, everybody can agree we hate Hitler, and you'd go, yep. Yeah, that'd be a good, that'd be a good choice, particularly that mustache. That ain't working for me. <laughs> yeah, he makes you know your know face I mean? look fat, Hitler. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. If I could travel, uh, time travel, I'd probably just go back to the day before last week's Mega Millions drawing, but that wasn't an option listed here. So would you go back in time so you could win the lottery and cheat? I guess that's the only way I could make money because any other way, I couldn't figure it out. I'd be like... Me either. It, I got no shot. It's not like I could tell them how internet works. Like, are... Right. Like, I, I'm too dumb to be helpful in any other way. So that's the only way I could make money. Or, like bet on a sports game, I guess, that yeah. I know for sure, but no one yet screwed up. <laughs> That's the entire premise of Back to the Future 2, the yeah. sports almanac. Yeah. Oh, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they bet on the Cubs to win the World Series yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Biff? 
Yep. Someone polled 2,000 Americans and asked which historical event or historical scene they'd want to travel back to and see in person. So you would agree that the end of World War II? Yeah, or I Have a Dream speech would be pretty, I have a dream yeah, that would pretty be cool interesting. To go to. Beautiful um, setting, everything would be, yeah. Except it reminds me, being wheeled in to have my first ever hernia surgery, which I've had three of. It's called weightlifting, don't do it like Uncle Tommy did. Done. But I was being wheeled in, I was 19 years old, and the nurse pushing me in was a young black woman. And she looks at this book I'm reading. The book I'm reading is called Black Power. It came out in like 1968, right around the you know, time you're talking about with MLK and all that. She goes, hey, boy, let me ask you a question. She called me boy. I'm like, yeah, what's your question? She goes, why are you reading that? I said, because I'm trying to learn something. She goes, I've got a warning for you. If the authorities see you reading that, they're going to whoop your ass. <laughs> I will never forget That's that as funny. long as I live. Uh, she was a sweetheart. She was cringy, but she was serious. Like, man, very concerned a, for you as a white boy. Don't be reading that shit. That's funny. <laughs> I thought it was great. Okay, so here we go. Someone polled two thousand Americans, asked which one they'd like to see. I guess we're assuming that you couldn't die because most of the top picks wouldn't exactly be safe. First place uh, is between uh, ancient Egypt and the American Revolution. Why would you want to go to the American Revolution? A little dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, I would mm-hmm. think so. Um, it says, I feel like the fans of Outlander might be behind that second. I've never watched Outlander. Was, is that about going back in the American Revolution? No idea. I think no. that's just time traveling in general, yeah. right? Oh, is, is that what it is? It's like a nerdier quantum leap. Which is yeah. saying something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, here we go. So we got uh, ancient Egypt. They don't like you in Egypt, so stay away. Yeah, you wouldn't be, it wouldn't go well. American Revolution, the rest of the picks in order are Ancient Greece, the Viking Age, Italy during the Renaissance, Europe during World War II, Normandy on D-Day, and the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989. Am I crazy that like most of these I would want to go to just like simply indoor plumbing is like a big part of my life? I can see that. I'm extremely bored by all that. Although it would be kind of cool to see how they made the pyramids. Like I just yeah, but like you, how many hours you got? How many days you gonna be there? I'm just gonna sit and see for like a 15 minutes, and like we can come back to. I'm not going there to stay. They could be taking their break at that 15 minutes. (laughs) Can you imagine how smart they would think you are? Like Brittany, if you went back in time, and they'd be like, "This white witch uses parchment to wipe her tushy." Like they would think I'm insane because Uh, I would be trying to describe the internet to them. Like I would ruin my everything. Well, that's like what was the Martin Lawrence movie? Uh, It was like the Black Knight, and he went (gasps) back in time to like the medieval days, and he's like, "I can make." He's like, "I can make the sun disappear." He just waits for like the eclipse to go. Yeah, over, oh yeah. And, yeah, and they yep. all think he's this huge whatever. Black Knight was person. a great movie. You've never seen it. Yes, I have. I don't believe you. Oh my god, it was like a big part. Like we, uh, it was huge. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Is that I the, thought you were making fun of me. Was that a no. Batman? Is that a Batman movie or something? No, it was uh, Martin Lawrence. I don't know how he ended up going back in time. That was but like the day and age of that, and like Major Pain was another yep. one we what watched all the time. The Black, Black Knight. Knight. Oh, because I'm thinking of the Dark. Knight. Yeah, oh, yeah, Dark Knight. The yeah. Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it yeah, said same right. K too. Yeah. So it's, and when he says Knight, he means like going back to like the Renaissance. It was like yeah, him right. like jousting. Yeah. Yep. There was like a, a very attractive girl in it, and yeah. Yeah. Here are a few more that made the list. The moon landing, Woodstock, so there's your Woodstock, the birth of Jesus, there's your birth of Jesus. I don't need to be there for the birth. (laughs) Babies are pretty uneventful. It's probably a C-section. Oh, God, no. Still the greatest joke of all time. I love that joke. 
You got Jesus, you got Joseph and Mary going to Bethlehem on December twenty fourth. You haven't ever heard that joke? I actually know it, but I don't want to steal oh, your punchline. Oh, you, you know the joke. So, Jesus, oh, excuse me, Joseph is leading a donkey through the desert, and Mary, who's pregnant, is sitting on the donkey, and an Israeli guard goes, "Stop! Where are you going?" Uh, actually, uh, we're going to Bethlehem. Oh, you're going to Bethlehem. Why are you going to Bethlehem? Uh, because uh, my wife is about to have a baby, and we'd like the baby to be born in Bethlehem. He goes, wait a minute. What's your name? He goes, Joseph. And the guard goes, okay, let me guess. Your name is Joseph. Your wife's name is uh, Mary. And when the baby's born, you're going to name him Jesus, aren't you? And Joseph says, we're not Puerto Rican. <laughs> I love that joke so much because I grew up with the De Jesus family. Well, they pronounced it De Jesus back then, by the way, but great, great family in North Minneapolis. I think of them every time I hear that joke. Okay, so we got MLK's I Have a Dream speech. You guys brought that up too. Uh, the first atomic bomb, no thank you. I don't want to be anywhere near that. Oh. Uh, and how about hanging with the dinosaurs when that asteroid hit? No, no. thank you. No. No. No, there's too much damage involved in all those. No, thank you. And no, I think going you. to either Woodstock, like the first one or the one that they did in 98, oh, was like one. a complete oh. train wreck. It was. Like, I would love to just see that as well. In it would be so entertaining. Did you watch the documentary about <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, it's so good. That's, yeah, because they did one in 94. Yeah. And oh, then they, they did one in 94, and that was like where the mud people, Green Day, that whole thing came out. And then they, they were like, hey, five years later, let's do it one more time. And then they burned the damn place to the ground. Yep. <laughs> nice job. Yeah. Everybody wants free love, but nobody wants to pay for it. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I mean, it wasn't a very well set up yeah. festival. Like, it's yeah. like the only second worst is Fire, fry, fire oh Yeah, Fire gosh. Fest. Well, and I heard that guy's like trying to do another festival. That's now. what I heard. Yeah. I'll I heard go that, yeah. fine. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow.